Welcome to the Hoosier Report with Matt Dennison. It's Indiana. Watford for the win! Yes! Yes! Unbelievable! Your daily home for complete coverage of the Indiana Hoosiers and sports from a Southern Indiana perspective. Welcome to Indiana basketball. Smart takes the shot, and the Hoosiers with three seconds. Go ahead. Indiana wins the championship. Keith Smart is the hero. When my time on earth is gone and my activities here are past, I want they bury me upside down and my critics can kiss my Now here's your host, Matt Dennison. It's Indiana, what I feel is the pinnacle, the absolute pinnacle of all of college basketball. Hello and welcome in. Friday edition of the program. Glad to have you with us here on the Big X Sports Radio. Complete coverage of the Indiana Hoosiers and sports from a Southern Indiana perspective. And we'll do a little bit of all of that today here on the program. A very busy day to close out the week. The Hoosiers in action last night. They cruised to a non-conference win over Bethune-Cookman. And actually, three-point shooting was uh, part of the uh, success for Indiana. I know it's weird to say that, a team that uh, hasn't always been a great uh, shooting team, but they shot the ball well last night. Trace Jackson Davis was really good last night. I thought the Indiana team looked good against the zone that uh, Bethune-Cookman threw out there. And so, again, hard to make a whole bunch of uh, assumptions based on a win over essentially a low to mid-major college basketball team because Indiana was, I think, a 31.5 or something point favorite. But uh, Indiana cruised, and that's what you want to see. They look dominant and uh, seem to be clicking. And it's hard to watch this IU team play, even against Moorhead State, even against the uh, lower-level exhibition games a few weeks ago, and not be excited about at least the potential of this team as you see them come together on the court. So a lot more on that game today, and we've got some big news here in the first segment as well. We're going to get to that here in just a moment, but a quick look at the show lineup, a service of Honey Baked Ham in New Albany. Segment one, Jim Shannon, longtime head coach at New Albany High School, legend in high school basketball in our state, made a big announcement earlier today that the upcoming 22-23 high school basketball season is going to be his last, and he's going to step away from coaching the Bulldogs after this season. He's going to join us to talk about that big decision, his retirement from New Albany, uh, here in just a few moments. Also, later in the show, It's Friday, so Dylan Wallace, he's the sports editor of the Seymour Tribune. He's going to join us to talk the IU game last night. Don't forget IU uh, football with Ohio State this weekend. We may touch on that a bit, uh, but things are tough for IU football right now. There is no question about that. And then later in the show, Kyle Neddenrip of the Indianapolis Star will be with us. And uh, we'll chat some football things with him. Providence and football regional championship game tonight. A big night of high school football really across our state and across the area. And we'll catch up on some basketball items with Kyle now that the season is officially here. That's the lineup, a service of Honey Baked Ham in New Albany. Don't forget to check out their dinner package deals, which are being offered. You can dine in, take them to go, and curbside service is still available as well at Honey Baked Ham in New Albany. Also, the Thornton's text line is over. Open. It's your way to send in questions and comments and topics for the program. You can really help drive uh, the direction we go each day here in the 11 o'clock hour. 
The number is 502-414-1450. Again, 502-414-1450. Right now at Thornton's, you can get a free sausage, egg, and cheese biscuit, a bacon, egg, and cheese croissant, or a steak and egg burrito and any fountain drink, tea, or fizz freeze, or 20-ounce bottled soda when you become a new Refreshing Rewards member. Simply download the Refreshing Rewards app and register today to earn your free breakfast on Thornton's. All right, our first guest here in this very busy program today is the longtime dean of the area, Jim Shannon, the boss of the Bulldogs. Coach, I know so many congratulatory notes coming in to you and your family and on social media this morning, but uh, you've been a great friend, a mentor. I've worked for you. I've, uh, I've been a student in your classroom when you first arrived to New Albany, which seems like many, many years ago. So before we get going today, congratulations on your announcement, your decision to uh, step away from coaching after this season. Well, thank you very much, Matt. Uh, obviously enjoyed the relationship I've had with you over the years. You make me feel, feel a little bit old. Though, but <laughs> I do remember having you in class and some of the other people I've heard from, it's like, man, oh, live. I've, I've been around a day or two, but uh, no, it's uh, been a very surreal day thus far. Um, you know, it's kind of like one of those things when I was younger and I used to think about maybe leaving a school to take another job, uh, I would sometimes dream at night that I went to another place and then wake up the next morning and just be like in a sweat, thinking, man, I made a terrible decision. And then, you know, be that's just what it does to you sometimes. You have silly dreams like that. Uh, and this is a little bit like that. It's like once you say it, it's a lot different than thinking about it. And uh, it's been tough for me today. It really has. But uh, it was the right thing to do. It was the right thing to do for uh, my faith and my family and uh, the right thing to do for New Albany basketball. Uh, 25 years, a quarter of a century is a long time. And uh, there's nothing wrong with uh, letting somebody else come in and giving it a shot of adrenaline and, and taking it uh, perhaps to, uh, you know, to new heights. So I'm, I'm okay with the decision. Uh, it's been a little tough for me telling the players this morning and meeting with them, and but um, it's the right thing to do. I didn't want to go through the season, and whether we have a great season, um, middle of the road season, or a poor season, I, I I didn't want it to be about that. And so we could go all the way from getting beat in the first game of the sectional to winning the state championship, and I'm I'm gonna I'm not gonna be coaching here next year regardless understand. Jim Shannon, a big announcement earlier this morning. He will step away as the coach of New Albany at the conclusion of the upcoming season. Coach, you know, it's so hard to ask. I thought about this coming in this morning. You know, memories and uh, specific moments in your career. There were so many big ones, have been so many big ones. The state championship obviously takes the cake, and I got an opportunity to be up close and personal with you during some of those great years, but I know your time at New Albany will not just be defined by the state championship or by Romeo Langford's four years. There were so many other good players in and around that time as well. But when you reflect back on things, my goodness, really from the very start after a rough first year or so, you have had season after season of great talent, great win totals, lots of success, some upsets that you've been able to orchestrate along the way. I'm not even sure how to ask you about memories outside of the state championship year. Yeah, it's very, very difficult for me, you know, at this time to uh, sit back and reflect. For me, 
personally, it's really not a time for me to sit back and reflect. I'm, we're just way too busy trying to get our current players ready for their season, and they have my 100% focus. One of the things that I've always tried to do, no matter where I've been, is treat the, the job like, hey, I'm going to be here forever, knowing full well that it's not going to be forever. But each and every year, you try to re-energize and you try to treat the program as if, hey, I, I might be around one more year, so let me act like it. And if not, at least let me leave the program to where the next person can come in and be successful. You don't, you don't want to, you don't want to say, well, I'll just kind of half wing it here and be a lame duck. It's not about that. This really is not about me. That's why I wanted to get it out of the way now and not really talk about it again till the end of the season. But I really did not want it to reflect, you know, the kind of year that we have. I did not want it to come back to look like, well, that must be why he got out. I want everybody to know that it's just time. And uh, I have some other things that I want to do. And uh, a lot of times when, you, uh, when you've when you been coaching as long as I have, you, you want to say that the, the job does not define you, you know. Uh, coaching basketball, teaching school is what I do. It's not who I am. But – you know, that's a nice thing to say. It's a nice thing to read about. But whether or not I've really done that, I don't know because it's the only thing I've ever done. So I'll find out pretty quickly uh, in the month of March, April, and May, months, I guess, um, whether that holds true for me because it will be a very, very different feeling uh, not being in charge of the Bulldog basketball program from, uh, you know, elementary schools to feeder ball to BDYL to camps to being in the community as the voice of the of the Bulldogs basketball and you know it's just going to be different so you know I'm, I'm hoping that uh, you know it doesn't put me in a depressive mood at that particular time <laughs> we'll under- see I understand Jim Shannon is with us to start our Friday program he announced this morning he will uh, step aside as the coach at the conclusion of this season, this upcoming 22-23 year. Coach, you know, uh, our world is changing. Sports is changing. Communities are changing. High school sports are changing as well. Uh, but New Albany has always been that beacon, I think, in southern Indiana of fans and season ticket holders and still a lot of pride in the big Friday night games and always good attendance along the way in the tournament. And there are other schools. I mean, we've seen Silver Creek have tremendous support. Um, and you think of so many schools in our area, other sports teams as well that get great support as well. But but great season, mediocre season, the rare bad season maybe that you've had, um, the fans are there. And New Albany has been a different place at least to date when it comes to supporting its high school basketball teams through the years, and you've been here so long now, uh, what has continued as other places have changed across the state to make New Albany still a, pl- a special place to be, to play at if you're a player, and to coach at if you're a coach? Well, it is a very, very special place. And, and you know, to think we've been here for a quarter of a century is is uh, a surreal. It's just a, it's a great feeling. Uh, I've been blessed beyond comprehension. Our faithful are unbelievable. Uh, they're here through thick and thin. It's not like that everywhere, Matt. It just isn't. Um, you know, uh, gymnasiums have not been as full since the 60s, 70s, and perhaps early 80s. They just have not. And ours continues to be pretty full. And, of course, when we're talented and have 
a better season to look forward to in terms of wins and losses. We get a little better crowd. That just goes with the territory. Um, but by and large, we do have a nucleus or a, a Bulldog Nation that each and every year show up. They get season tickets every year. They show up at home games every year. And even some of them uh, go on the road with us every single year. And I can see them. Most of them I know by name. Not all of them. But I can see them as I sit here and think about it. I can see where people sit in the gymnasium. I know the front row, second row, third row on each end. I just know where people are. Because, like I said, I've been here so long. So I'm really going to miss miss them and and the support. And that's another reason why this was just kind of a, a chance for me to thank them, you know, each and every game this year and to talk with them uh, at different times. And really just a way for me to say thank you so much and uh, tell them goodbye. You know, it's not I don't want a farewell tour. That's not what I'm saying. I just want to be able to go out and talk with people in the community and be a beacon and a, and a positive person, not only for this year, but for years to come. I, I plan on helping whoever takes my place, uh, make it a smooth transition. I'm not going to get in the way. I'm going to stay in my lane. It's not That's not what I'm saying. I'm simply going to be able to be here for that person and help him uh, with whatever he needs and whatever the program needs. Again, I'm not saying I'm going to be an assistant coach or anything <laughs> like that. Uh, he'll need to make make his own way, and I'm staying out of the way. But I, I do want to make a smooth transition and be able to help him with stuff we have in terms of scouting reports and personnel, just anything and everything that he may need, people in the community, influential people that can help, anything I can do. Because this basketball program was here long before I showed up. And this program will be here long after I'm gone. And I want to make sure that it continues to go in the right direction and that we build on what we've already been able to do, not only the 25 years I've been here, but well before that. We want to always continue to build upon that. That is the only classy thing to do. That is the only right thing to do. And that's one of the things since I've come to faith that I've been able to let go of is the ego that sometimes is involved when you think it's all about you and it has nothing to do with me. I just happen to be person lucky enough to sit there 25 years. Absolutely. Talking with Jim Shannon here at the beginning of our Friday program. Coach, I, you put out a, a very classy statement, a very thoughtful statement reflecting on your position there and, and thanking so many folks that have helped you along the way, especially your family. Uh, so I, I think the plan is for you to continue to teach, at least for now, uh, at New Albany. So you'll, you, as you mentioned, you'll still be around. You'll still be, be nearby. Yes, yes, that totally do not plan to retire fully uh, from teaching. I, th- I still have, you know, I still have something in the tank. I'm not completely worn out like, oh, I just got to get out and, you know, uh, go be a, a greeter somewhere or something <laughs> like that. I don't, I don't have to do that just yet. Uh, but I, I venture to say that uh, I won't be teaching, you know, for a, a whole lot, lot more time. I mean, I, I've got a couple, two or three years in me, I think. And, you know, it's just something that uh, I enjoy being around kids. I enjoy our faculty. Uh, you know, I just like being around these people. It gives me purpose. Uh, but 
yeah, I, de- I definitely need some more time to spend uh, in my walk with the Lord and with my wife and with my kids and my grandkids um, because, unfortunately, I haven't always had my priorities in line. And, uh, you know, we're supposed to always be about faith, family, and then basketball. And I can't say that I've always had them in that order, and, and I can't really apologize for it. But uh, I could admit that that's sometimes not been the case. And so I'm going to try to rectify that and, and flip that the other way. So basketball certainly is not going to be third because I'm not going to be doing it. Absolutely. Coach Shannon, I've got to ask this. Maybe this is too soon. You've got a season forthcoming, and we're going to get to the Bulldogs for this year here in just a moment. Get your thoughts after this first full week of of practice. But uh, is this is this really it? As uh, Jim Shannon, the coach, or would you ever consider down the line, maybe in retirement from teaching, uh, giving your time, talents, and efforts somewhere somehow to basketball in our state? Well, I don't have an answer for you right now. Uh, certainly nobody wants to ever say, you know, close that door and say, oh, no, that's it, I'm done. Because I, I don't have any, I don't have any, like, ill feelings or I'm not completely worn out to the to the point where I'm like, oh, no, dudes, I can't do this anymore. It's nearly not like that. Um, it was just time for, for many reasons. And, you know, it, I could end up coaching again or helping a younger guy if they, if they you know, would like for me to do that. Um, I, I still think I have a lot to offer. The game has not passed me up. I, I, no way, shape, or form uh, am I not still learning and not still working at it and not still trying to get better at it. Uh, I have not just kind of sat around and said, well, this is the way we're going to do things. We've always done it this way, and I'm not changing or I'm not trying to learn. So I'm, I'm still going to do that. I'm still going to go watch people. I'm still going to ask guys ideas, probably go to clinics. And yeah, I'm going to have to do all that. I can't just go get away from it cold turkey, but I don't know that I'll ever end up being a head coach again or not. Uh, again, I, I won't shut the door on that. You never know. So I'm not going to say never, <clears throat> but right now I'm looking forward to doing the things that I said I was going to do, which is uh, resign from the basketball position effective in March or whenever we're at the tournament. And then, uh, you know, look to spend way more time uh, with with my family and in church. There's a lot of things I want to get involved in. I've already had a couple of people hit me about doing some things <laughs> with regards to that. And so, uh, you know, again, I, I think I have a lot to offer. Um, and I'm not ready to go get in a rocking chair, sit on the back porch. I, I'm I'm far from that. <laughs> that is uh, that is good news, Coach Shannon. Uh, before we let you go, and again, congratulations on this big decision for you and your family. Uh, you've had a week now of official practices with the uh, New Albany team for the 22-23 season. I know that this is uh, there's some question marks around this team, but there's also some hope that uh, this can be a competitive group that uh, has some talent if they come together on the same page. What's a what's a thumbnail sketch? What's a quick read from what you've been able to put together with this group from the preseason and now in this first full week of work here? Well, these kids are playing really hard in practice, and they're getting better each and every day, especially from the standpoint of defensively we're really getting after it uh the kids are really buying into what we're doing offensively we're really moving the ball side to side inside out trying to keep it off the bounce so much off the floor and we've been pleasantly surprised at how well they've been 
you know, adhering to what we want them to do. The coaches have been working really hard. The players have been working really hard. It's been a great week uh, thus far. Uh, we've got some adversity to deal with. Chase Lush is still out uh, with his injury, and uh, he has an MRI coming up uh, on Monday, and which will be read on Wednesday or Thursday. So we're hopeful that we'll get him back. It won't be real soon, but we're hoping to get him back sometime uh, during the season. Uh, the sooner the better in my world, but uh, we'll certainly do what's best for Chase uh, and, and his future in sports. He's playing three sports now, and I uh, want to make sure he's fully healthy. Uh, so that you know, there's going to be some of that. We'll have some other adversity to deal with beginning of the season, like most teams, and we'll have to deal with that, but you're asking me by January, do I think we could be a solid basketball team who will uh, have an opportunity to vie for the sectional? I believe we will be right there in the hunt. Uh, I know a lot of other people feel the same way, but I think there's a lot of parity in, in uh, the HHC and certainly in our sectional. So we're going to go into it hoping for the best, keep working hard. And, again, we're, we're all about this year, and we're not looking in the rearview mirror. And we're, we're looking directly in the windshield looking at what can we do to help these kids uh, this year and, and really not thinking about anything that's been done in the past. I'll have plenty of time for that. So really looking forward to it. Love these kids. They've been wonderful so far. All right, great stuff. Coach Jim Shannon of New Albany announcing earlier today his retirement from the basketball job at the high school at the conclusion of the season. Coach, I know we'll have multiple conversations over the course of the season, but thanks for all the memories and the friendship. And uh, been fun to be a, a very, very small part of it at New Albany. It was where I went to school and uh, have, have continued to be involved in that community. But can't thank you enough for the opportunities you've offered me, the friendship along the way, and look forward to seeing you finish this thing out on a very strong note. Well, Matt, you were no small part of it. You've done a lot for elementary basketball, uh, helped me with the youth basketball, the feeder system, on staff. I mean, you did a lot to really help, and I, I certainly appreciate that. And you'll be missed, too, uh, with regards to working in all those areas. You've already been missed in, in some of the things that you were doing for our program and are not doing anymore. Your shoes will be tough to fill also, but uh, I want to thank you very much, and just a shout-out to all the fans, uh, to all the former and current players. Love you guys so much. Done so much for me. Done way more for me than I've ever been able to do for you. And the same for current coaches and former coaches. And uh, they've just done so much to enhance this program behind the scenes. And really to the uh, coaches that I've coached against. I've learned so much from so many people. It's, it's difficult. You don't ever want to mention any names, but, uh, you know, Todd, Todd Sturgeon reached out to me this morning, and, uh, you know, I was able to tell him, not for the first time, but how much harder I had to work and how much better he made me because he was so good at it. So that's just one. Could be a whole lot more than that, but that's just one guy who I feel like made me have to up my game, so to speak. So I'll be joining him. I'm sure we'll become better friends now. I'm not trying. I once said that to him, like, "Hey, man, I think we'd be really good friends." He goes, "It's really hard, isn't it? We try to beat each other's brains out all year, and then, well, you want to go have a ice cream or a coffee? It's just hard." But I think we'll be able to do that now, and I'll be able to do that with a lot of guys. But thank you very much for having me. Yeah, I really sure. enjoyed talking with you. 
Thanks so much, Bulldog Nation. Absolutely. Jim Shannon with us here on this Friday program. Coach, thank you. Okay, thank you. All right. Uh, interesting stuff, and uh, congratulations to him. A big, big decision. You think back about all the wins and where he stands, not just in Southern Indiana basketball, but in our state, and that will be a big void, not just for New Albany to fill, but for the area to fill. He really has been uh, one of the, if not the dean of coaches for a number of years now. Just a couple things to think about. I mean, 25 years is what it will be at the conclusion of this season at one school in our world today and how society is, and it's it just doesn't happen. Uh, coaching stints are, are so short, and they often don't end in a positive way, if we're being honest with each other. A couple other things as well. At New Albany High School, Jim Shannon, 25 years. Chris McIntyre, the baseball coach, uh, basically the same amount of time. He's a legend on the baseball side of things. Two huge positions that have come open there, and obviously some young folks to take over. The area has seen Coach Shannon mention Todd Sturgeon at Floyd Central, but the area has seen so many coaches get out uh, that had been here for a number of years. And uh, I'm just curious, uh, are there young people, uh, the next generation, ready to step up? Because the coaches and the fraternity there, I think, is a big part of why this stuff remains special here. So a lot of things to watch with New Albany, a lot of things to watch here in southern Indiana. It's definitely a changing time. There is absolutely no question about that. But congratulations to Jim Shannon on a big announcement today that he will retire as the New Albany basketball coach at the conclusion of this season. We'll head to a commercial break. When we come back, all about last night's Indiana win, a crushing victory. They absolutely handled Bethune-Cookman last night. And we'll tell you the highs and some of the key players and so much more with Dylan Wallace when he joins us in the next segment. Still ahead, Kyle Nedenrip of the Indianapolis Star as well. Stay with us. This is the Hoosier Report with Matt Dennison. We're back on the Hoosier Report with Matt Dennison. Let's win this and for all the small schools who never had a chance to get here. Join Matt Daly at 11 a.m. for complete coverage of the Indiana Hoosiers and sports from a Southern Indiana perspective. Let's win for Coach, who got us here. Here's Matt Dennison. And we're back on this Friday program. Thornton's text line is open. That number, 502-414-1450. Again, 502-414-1450. If you've got something you want to sound off on or ask regarding last night's big win, Indiana now 2-0 after a 101-49 win over Bethune-Cookman last night at Assembly Hall. And Dylan Wallace, sports editor of the uh, Seymour Tribune, is with us as we talk some IU hoops from last night. And Dylan, I know it's early, and I know it's uh, lower-level Division One teams, but this Indiana team seems to be improving from exhibition game to now regular season games and three-point shooting, which has been, I think, the number one concern surrounding IU basketball this offseason. At least last night against the zone defense that was played by the opponent, uh, Indiana actually shot the ball pretty well, and uh, I'm just curious if that can continue next week against Xavier. Yeah, that's going to be the big question. Uh, obviously, they got it going a bit last night, which is really fun to see. I think the the crowd got into it. 
Um, and, it, it, and, you know, for our players' perspective, to kind of see those start to fall um, can, can do a lot for you. I mean, you know, we, we know that, you know, Woodson talked a lot about last year how Indiana got a lot of good open looks. They just couldn't knock them down. And, you know, usually that boils down to confidence. You know, the last couple of years, even under Archie Miller, it just seemed like confidence shooting the ball uh, was just a big issue. So, if anything, you know, last night – despite him not being, you know, the most intense game and anything like that, you know, just getting confidence, seeing the ball go through the hoop can, can hopefully carry them a little bit here. So, you know, that was good for that way. And I think just the way, you know, they're pushing the ball in transition and kind of getting open looks by, you know, sprinting down the floor, getting it to an open shooter to knock it down. Um, you know, that's, that's been a lot of fun to see. You know, it's one of those kinds of plays that can get the crowd going a lot too. Um, you know, I, I think it, you know, kind of sparked a run in that first game against Moorhead State. You know, when when they hit Miller Cop a couple times in transition, we saw it a little a little bit more last night too. So, you know, it's it's a good thing, and I think you know that that's going to be one of the biggest questions is can it continue? You know, next Friday when you play Xavier, um, you know, it's going to be your first road game. You won't be in Assembly Hall anymore. Um, it'll probably be a good crowd there because you know that'll be the you know a ranked opponent coming to their house in, in Xavier at the Syntas Center. So. Um, you know, it should be, it should be a good environment, a good early test for Indiana, and if they continue to shoot well um, from from beyond the arc, you know, this could be a, a really good team. You know, obviously that's one of the that's one of the biggest areas uh, people were questioning about. You know, can this team you know become more efficient behind the arc? Um, can they be better than they were the last couple of years? And you know, so far this year, it seems like they've got guys who have really you know, worked on their game, worked on their shot, and improved. I mean, we all knew Miller Cobb was a was a good shooter. It's nice to see it things start to fall for him. But even guys like, you know, Jordan Geronimo stepped into one, uh, kind of trailing a a break, and he smoothly knocked it down. Trey Galloway hit two of them last night. So you know, a couple of guys who maybe you didn't expect to to be kind of knockdown shooters were knocking some in as well, which is nice to see. So. You know, it's been a really good start for Indiana shooting the ball the the last two games. I know they didn't shoot a whole lot against Morehead State, but um, I like that the volume was up last night uh, against Bethune Cookman, and you know, they're able to knock a lot down, which is good to see. So, yeah, like you said, it's going to be the you know we're gonna we're gonna really see next Friday if they can continue to shoot well. You know, when they're on the road in a different environment against a much better competition. You know, Gavin tip-off game. I think Xavier was picked to win the Big East, or they at least picked toward the top of the the conference. So. You know they're they're obviously going to be a decent formidable opponent here uh, coming up in a week. So, uh, yeah, but I think everything's been encouraging so far, and um, you know I think fans got a lot to be excited about, and hopefully that good shooting can carry, can continue to carry uh, when the competition gets a little bit harder. Yeah, absolutely. Dylan Wallace, sports editor of the Seymour Tribune, my guest. I've said this a few times on the show, and I'm going to keep up with this thought. I know everybody's looking at everything with this team right now, but, you know, I thought defensively they were really good, and I guess it's maybe a lot easier. It is a lot easier to be good defensively against uh, a lower-level team, a, a, a non-D1 team like the Exhibition Games or even Moorhead State and Bethune-Cookman, which are mid-major Division One programs, but I'm curious, can this team take major steps forward? I thought last year it was already kind of, at times, a hallmark of the program, but can they take major steps forward this year on the defensive end of things? And my early thoughts are they look even better defensively uh, than they did uh, at times before. And I just think in the Big Ten, uh, that is going to be as important as anything if they're going to make a run at this thing. Yeah, I think they've looked pretty solid. You know, I think there have been a couple lapses here and there, but, you know, it's probably going to happen in, in games. But, you know, what, what impressed me last night was, you know, they're up, what, 40 points. And, 
you know, Geronimo and Trey Galloway, they're still up pressing the ball, you know, creating pressure, you know, making them uncomfortable. And, you know, I think it was just nice to see that even though they had a big lead, you know, these guys are still working on the defensive side of the ball. They're still, because, you know, you're trying to replicate, you know, what it's going to be like in, in bigger games. And, and, you know, the fact that they were still doing that was nice to see. And, you know, Woodson, kind of his hallmark quote is, you know, I can't play everybody, but when I play you, you better, you know, give me good minutes. And I think that shows when, when guys who maybe aren't guaranteed minutes come into the game, you know, they're going to be up pressuring the ball because they want to show them, hey, I, I'm ready to commit on the defensive side of the ball because that's a big point of, of Woodson and, and what they're trying to do here. And, um, you know, I think their defense um, is probably going to be pretty good this year. It's been really solid the first two games. And, you know, it's, as, as, as kind of the, the games go on and things get tougher, uh, I think they can, they will be able to rely on their defense. I think, you know, everyone, you know, Trace and Race are as solid as they can be. You know, I think Renew has been really kind of impressive, kind of jumping out on the perimeter at certain times. Geronimo looks quicker. You know, Xavier Johnson, I think, was really, really good last night. You know, I think he had a bit of a slow start in the first exhibition games and maybe a little bit against Morehead State, but he seems really engaged on the defensive side of the ball last night. Uh, he, he, you know, which was a good sign to see because you know he's he's been. I think maybe an underrated part of the game is just how much he can get after you defensively, kind of at the point of attack. You know, being Indiana's lead guard there, so that's that was good. So yeah, I think this team defensively could be really good. You know, Woodson said it in the presser last night. You know, he said, you know, if you can rebound and defend, you'll give yourself a chance to be in every single game. And he said, you know, sometimes shots won't fall as much as you like them to every night, you know, which is absolutely true. But things you can control is being able to, to rebound at a high level, defend at a high level. And, you know, if you do that, you're going to be in a lot of games. And, you know, I think that that's, I think the players are buying into that, which is good. And which is why you saw them up 40 still defending at a high level still pressing the ball, things like that. And, you know, I think I think one of the, the, the keys we've seen this season is just kind of the ball pressure because, you know, they want to create turnovers because this team can get out in transition and make a lot of things happen, whether it's, you know, getting an easy layup or like we talked about earlier, you know, finding some, a shooter in transition. You know, this team is really good when they get out and run. They got a lot of ball handlers now that can do it. They got a lot of playmakers, a lot of athletic guys who can just run down the floor. So, you know, you're seeing them pressure the ball, trying to create takeaways, um, and turnovers. So, so I think all that is, is has been a positive sign so far. Um, and and I agree with you. I think the defense, you know, as good as it was last year, you know, it just seems like there's a couple more athletes on the team this season, uh, which should benefit them on that side of the ball. So, so hopefully it continues to to grow and get better. And um, I think I think Woodson just hasn't bought in on that side of the floor, which is a lot of times what it takes. You know, mentally, how committed will you be to that side? And seems like uh, these guys are locked in right now. Yeah, for sure. Dylan Wallace, sports editor, Seymour Tribune. You know, the number one thing I've heard from fans last night, even today, is, you know, we had a little spurt of games, two exhibition games basically in a few days, two regular season games over the course of the the first half of this week or so, and now a full week uh, from Thursday night to Friday night off in advance of what's going to be the biggest game of the season so far against the solid Xavier team. So we've got all week, Dylan, to uh, preview this uh, Musketeers team that Indiana's going to have as their first real benchmark, I think, of the season. Have you, and you mentioned where they're kind of slated to be in the Big East, but have you have you seen them play? Can you bring anything to the table about what to expect next Friday from their perspective? I haven't seen them play yet, but I do know they have two 
players who Indiana is probably familiar with. Uh, Jerome Hunter still on the team. You know, we remember him from a couple years ago. And uh, Jack Nungy, he was he was the backup to Luca Garza at Iowa a little bit um, as well a couple years ago. So those are two kind of familiar Big Ten names that I think you know Indiana fans might recognize uh, going to see Xavier. But I haven't seen him play yet. Um, I watched them play a little bit last year, and I think they have a, a similar-ish team. And you know, they they were a pretty a pretty solid team a year ago. Uh, you know, they gave some some trouble to some of the top tier teams in the Big East. They were competitive against the Villanovas. They're competitive against the Creighton stuff like that. Um, so I th- you know I think they're gonna they're gonna be a pretty solid team. But no, I haven't seen them play so far this season. And obviously, you know, a, a new head coach over there. So. Uh, you know that that's going to be a key. They might change things up stylistically than what they were doing a year ago. Um, so yeah, I, I mean it's going to be a really fun game. I think fans are super super excited for it now because uh, you know they're feeling great after these first two wins. And you know, sure, I mean you're not going to take a whole lot away from these games, but Indiana did what they were supposed to do, and they did so pretty convincingly. You know, we've seen at times these you know IU teams kind of you know struggle out of the gates, be kind of sluggish with some of these teams they're supposed to easily beat. Maybe take a while to get get their lead built up, but you know, these two games, you know, they've kind of exploded and gone on big runs and gotten big leads and, and, and just kind of extended it from there. So, you know, fans are, are really excited right now, and, you know, they got to wait a whole week. But I think it, it, I think it's going to be good for, for Woodson and his staff because, you know, now you got two – well, really four games you can look at, but you got two actual games that counted to, to go look at film, you know, could help the younger guys uh, maybe develop a little more, you know, because I think even Jalen Hochefino was a guy who, you know what, he didn't shoot the ball great last night, but he still had, you know, what, eight assists, five rebounds. I mean, he, he still impacted the game in other ways. So you know, I think it's going to be a good learning curve. They can go back and, and really study film uh, these next couple of weeks. And, you know, it probably also gives them some more time to look at Xavier and, and, and maybe key in on some of their tendencies that they could potentially see um, for, for Friday. So that's, I, I'm excited. Uh, I think Xavier is going to be a, a really tough team. Um, you know, Sean Miller's obviously had a lot of success at, at Arizona and other stops. So, you know, you know he can get his teams playing good basketball. Um, so so I'm just excited for this game. I know a lot of IU fans I saw on Twitter were talking about, man, what are, what are the standing room only tickets going to look like next week? Because they all want to make the trip now two hours over to Cincinnati to see this team play a big game. So, you know, it's going to be a lot of fun. And, you know, I think we're, we're going to get a, a, at least, you know, we're going to get some nice early college basketball games next week because it starts the Gavit game. So I think a couple of Big Ten and Big Ten or Big Ten and Big East teams play on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday throughout the week. So, you know, we can kind of get a little taste of it and then wait for the for the big one on Friday when Indiana plays at Xavier. Absolutely. Dylan, we're up against the commercial break, but as we head out, uh, prediction, how bad could it get on Saturday, Indiana football and uh, highly thought of, highly ranked Ohio State? Probably going to get really bad. Uh, the spread is, like, huge. It's, like, 41, uh, which is, you know, Indiana basketball was favored by, like, 31, and now football teams were, were – Indiana football is, uh, you know, you know they're they're huge underdogs. So yeah, it's probably going to get pretty bad tomorrow. Um, uh, yeah, not 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 a whole lot to say. Ohio State's going to come in and probably take care of business. You know, if anything somehow shocks, it would probably be the biggest upset uh, this season. But that's probably not going to happen. So yeah, probably going to get pretty bad. Ohio State's probably going to get up by a whole lot a whole lot early and cruise the victory. Unfortunately. All right, uh, Dylan Wallace, sports editor of the Seymour Tribune. Dylan, as always, thanks, man, and uh, we'll do it again next Friday. Yep, sounds good. Thank you. All right, we'll head to a commercial break. Final segment of the show and of the week coming up next. Kyle Neddenrip of the Indianapolis Star will drop in for a conversation on uh, some high school sports, some recruiting, and probably more. 
Stay with us. Don't forget to check us out as a podcast if you missed the live show. All you got to do is search for the Hoosier Report with Matt Dennison wherever you listen to podcasts, and uh, you'll find us there. You can listen to us on demand. We'll head to a break back after this. This is the Hoosier Report with Matt Dennison. We're back on the Hoosier Report with Matt Dennison. You know, a basketball hero around here is treated like a god. Join Matt Daly at 11 a.m. for complete coverage of the Indiana Hoosiers and sports from a southern Indiana perspective. You know, most people would kill to be treated like a god just for a few moments. Here's Matt Dennison. All right, we're back here on this Friday program. Kyle Neddenrip of the Indianapolis Star, my guest, will close out the week talking a little high school sports and recruiting. And, Kyle, some big news uh, down here earlier this morning. Jim Shannon has announced that he will step aside as the new Albany basketball coach at the conclusion of the 22-23 season, which is just about ready to get underway. Really amazing to think, Kyle, across our state, some of the huge names in coaching uh, and in basketball that in just recent years have uh, have exited the game or have made plans to step away. Uh, we have lost some real legends from the active coaching ranks here in recent seasons. Yeah, we sure have. I, I you know, saw that this morning, Matt, and uh, of course got to know Jim over the years, and and you know don't cover him day to day necessarily, but I've, I've definitely talked to him a lot, and, and uh, was you know disappointed to see that, but glad he's uh, you know going out on his own terms and. You know, hopefully the opposing crowds can give him some rocking chairs and stuff like that along the way this year. But, uh, but yeah, he's he's obviously been a, a great ambassador for basketball and, and uh, you know, one of the, you know, probably one of the old school type coaches that uh, that you're talking about. And, you know, of course, had uh, Jack Kiefer from Lawrence North retired uh, at the end of last season. And, you know, we've had some really good ones, you know, over the last uh, several years. Like you said, Doug Mitchell at North Central a couple of years ago and, um, you know, so yeah, it's, uh, it's, uh, you know, I don't know if that's, you know, what that is. I mean, at some point probably you just, uh, you know, you, you get to a point where you're, you just kind of move on to the next thing, but, you know, I don't know if we'll see those long time, you know, coaches as much anymore as, as we used to. And, you know, and then obviously you lose a lot of institutional knowledge and, and, uh, you know, stories when those guys go by the wayside, but they're going to retirement. So, yeah, it's uh, yeah, glad glad he can kind of go out like he wants to, though. Yeah, for sure. Kyle Nedenrip, my guest. Kyle, you know, I, I know some people probably say, "Oh, I'm so glad so and so retired," or "So glad so and so has exited coaching." I hated when we played against them, or my kid played against them. But when you lose guys in our state like a Jim Shannon, uh, other Southern Indiana schools, uh, other players at other teams where uh, he's coached against they've benefited because he's so important on the state stage he's so involved in the coaches association and there's guys like this all over that have been around as long as he has or nearing those years and so he's really been an ambassador not just for new albany basketball but really for the southern indiana region as a whole when it comes to getting guys honors and recognized and bringing some attention back to the area yeah, that's true, and I've had those discussions with him too. And he was the, uh, you know, the all on the All Star staff, and and you know he's done done obviously a lot for, uh, like you said, not only his teams but just the the knowledge of the area. 
to get those guys recognized. And, you know, there's others like that out there who, uh, who've done that over the, you know, Dave McCullough, who's now at Frankfurt. And, you know, I know he's up there on the, the all-time wins list as well. And, you know, there's a lot of, you know, Al Gooden, who's now at Lawrence Central. I've got to know him over the years and, and, uh, you know, became a 500 game winner. Uh, I think it was two years ago. Um, you know, so there's some of those guys that are still around and, and, and like you said, they do, they do things on the, the statewide level that is important to the game. And I think, you know, they, they have, a you know, J.R. Holmes, who's the all-time leader, who's, who's, uh, you know, still going. I think he's, gosh, he's probably close to 900 wins now, but, uh, but yeah, those, those guys are beyond their, uh, their own coaching. I mean, a lot of times they hold sway on, you know, getting kids honors and, and, and representing their area as well as the programs that they coach. Absolutely. Talking with Kyle Nedenrip of the Indianapolis Starts, a big night for high school football. Providence is going to come up your way and take on Indianapolis Lutheran. And Justin Kalen will have the call for us tonight. It'll be on 94.7 FM. It's our sister station. Again, 94.7 FM WFIA. You can stream the game online at the WFIA website very simply. But uh, Justin, I don't I don't have it in front of me. He was giving me some crazy stats for this Lutheran quarterback. And this Lutheran team has not had a point scored against them in the postseason. So for Providence, who's been pulling up season upsets basically all season long, uh, this is going to be their biggest challenge in a big, big way tonight, it seems, uh, at uh, at Indianapolis Lutheran. Yeah, there's upsets and then there's upsets. <laughs> you know, if they if they can beat Lutheran, uh, that would certainly fall under the uh, the, the uh, under upset with the capital U uh, for sure. Because you know Lutheran has been uh, you know, and it's surprising to me. And I you know, I've covered uh, Dave Pash in that program uh, over the years, but uh, you know they had a really you know great team last year. Obviously, went on to win state. They won some close games along the way in the tournament. Uh, this year's team, you know, they lost Montez Clay, who was a quarterback last year, but they plugged in this kid, uh, Jackson Willis, at, uh, who's a sophomore, a uh, left-hand passer, and, you know, they really haven't missed the step, and they, in fact, they've been even more impressive this year, and, you know, I really think you, if they were a level up in 2A, they would still be uh, competing at this level, because they, they, you know, they play in a great conference, they beat 2A teams all year long. Uh, if not 3A, so you know they do. They brought back uh, one of their best players, Micah McKay, who's a receiver, uh, and he was he was key on last year's team, and he's kind of doing you know even more this year. So you know they've got you know a couple of really good receivers. They've got a thousand yard rusher. They've got quarter. You know they've got all the pieces and a defense like you said that hasn't allowed a point yet uh, in the sectional. You know in in the uh, tournament three tournament games. So. Yeah, they're legit. I mean, I, like I said, I mean, if they lost, you know, I think it all kind of sets up for them to play Adam Central probably again for the state championship. And, and you know, if, if they lose or even probably have a close game, it's uh, it's somewhat would be somewhat surprising because they've just been so good against good competition all year long. Yeah, absolutely. A big one tonight for Providence. 94.7 FM is where you'll find that game uh, on WFIA, our sister station. Pre-game coverage around 7.20, I believe. Kickoff is 7.30 tonight. Kyle, as always, thanks for the chat. Uh, it's uh, when, when you're on, you've got great stuff, and it also signals the end of the week. And so we'll take all that, <laughs> my friend. Appreciate you. Absolutely. Have a good weekend, Matt. All right. Kyle is with us on Friday as we talk a lot of stuff, uh, 
high school sports and recruiting and, of course, high school basketball. The girls' season is fully underway, and the boys have had a week of practice. There's some scrimmages coming up, and we're just a week and a half or so away from games. Thanksgiving is coming up. It's amazing. We're flying through the fall and headed into the winter and a full-fledged basketball season. Have a great weekend. If you uh, missed the live show, you can always catch us as a podcast available wherever you listen to podcasts. All you got to do is search for the Hoosier Report with Matt Dennison, and you'll find us there here every day next week, it looks like, at 11 a.m. So uh, make sure you make a point to tune in live on the Big X, 1450 a.m., 96.1 FM, streaming online at BigXSportsRadio.com. And I've had a few people ask, you know, the, the Southern Indiana football games haven't always been on the Big X because of St. X football, and they're in the middle of their uh, postseason. So uh, what will we do with high school basketball? Yes, we will have the big high school games and hopefully more on the Big X this winter. We've got IU and Purdue and Western Kentucky and so many things we also have to get on the air, but we'll have plenty of high school basketball, especially as we get a little further into the season and uh, look forward to being there for some of those big games. Have a great weekend. Back with you Monday. This is the Hoosier Report with Matt Dennison.